really have any. I'm just tired of cleaning out the chicken's little basket that I have them in and I'm ready to get them another coop so I can stop having uh so I can stop having oh shit chicken moments or chicken shit I'm just tired of dealing with all the chicken shit <laughs> that's it really but I like them and it, I just feel bad for them because they're in such a small little bin until I can order their uh their coop in their run so I just feel bad but I can't let them free roam because they'll poop all over the house. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to put a diaper on them tomorrow and let them just walk around. Yeah, I'm probably going to do that. I feel bad for them. They're, just, they're in there chirping and stuff, and I just want to take them out and like cuddle with them. But they have chicken poop all over them. I have 50 dogs. Is it a twin bed? No, like is it is it a toddler bed? Is it a shorter bed or is it like a it's like a, a longer bed? It's a toddler bed, it's longer. She loves it. it gives her <clears throat> no, that's fine. I was just asking because I'm looking to get Trent a toddler bed and get baby Kenny a twin size bed and get heaven a twin bed and redo their rooms and stuff like that. Like a big girl, and I'm like, 
oh my gosh, my feet is so big. And I'm like, damn it, you gotta go potty. And then she'll get up, she'll go potty, and then she'll go get back in her bed. And that's it. Like, she doesn't get out of her bed and play with her toys. I'm like, okay, well, we're really growing up into this big girl thing. So, can you speak on something and if you don't want to speak on it on here that's fine but i feel like it's something a lot of people can relate to but how is potty training going with co-parenting i know we talked a little bit about it but unfortunately with like life and work and stuff we don't talk as much um but how is potty training going with like co-parenting It almost makes me want to like tell like co-parents to give out like those you know those sheets that daycares give out that are like oh the baby had three wet diapers blah 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 blah, blah. it's like you almost have to do that like yeah <coughs> yeah yeah and another reason why i asked that is because elena she um is keeping this little boy right now and the same thing happened like he went to go with his um he had a visit somewhere over the weekend and when he came back like he regressed he was you know peeing on himself and stuff and she has him in underwear you know like you and it's like it's frustrating Just to make sure. So it's frustrating. 
I remember when we were working at that one crazy place and Delaney made those uh, those forms for the parents. And it's just crazy because at that place, we never had that. Like at that place, there was no structure. There was no, and there still is no communication there. And it just sucks for like the kids in those situations, you know, because like, Nobody is suffering but the children. I think people have to wake up and realize when something isn't what it is, you know? If you know what I'm saying? Like, you're told one thing, and you're made to believe that, yes, there will need be structure, but how can there really be structure if you're not given the opportunity to actually, you know, apply the structure? Yeah, because there's none out the gate. Like, for instance, even the place that um I went after that place like I'm not gonna say any of these places names for the integrity however the place that I went after that it's just like out of the gate there was still no structure there was no handbooks there was no policies and procedures and it's like everybody can't be the boss everybody can be their own individual boss and they're in charge of themselves but like in this in this new situation who do I go to now like if I'm my own boss essentially you know and I think like like I don't know like I just it's better than the place that I was because it's not toxic (coughs) at all it's not toxic however it's still not where it needs to be you know and like no job is perfect don't get me wrong however it's go ahead I get, okay, oh, pause. Sorry, not to cut you off, but I have a question because you brought up, like, parents and stuff. So, for instance, those parents who are still at that other toxic place, what would you recommend for them? Because right now, you know why they're still there. They're there because that deal's so sweet. I could drop my kids off all day. They can get therapy and get an education for free. Like, you know? So, it's just, like, what? how do you tell them, like, oh, you know? Because, like, realistically, you know, when I left, it rocked my world. Child as if it was their own. 
that type of daycare. Well, one in a million is what I call it. And, you know, I made this decision based off of, based off of what someone told or made me to believe would be this perfect, uh, picture-perfect structure. And it was not that. So that meant, as a parent, I had to dig within myself and not only, you know, give myself uh, pretty much a stern a stern conversation but also to allow myself to forgive myself because yes I made I made a decision because the deal seemed sweet. The deal seemed like oh I had it all in one and it was all in one and it was amazing and it was a great idea. However some things are not always the way they're supposed to be. You know picture perfect is not a real thing. Yes it's that situation where sometimes it's the situation where sometimes when they say the grass is always greener or the grass is greener on the other side, it's because it's fertilized with bullshit. You're true, my girl. Like, that's what that situation was. It was fertilized with so much bullshit that people fell for everything that they were fed. And then once you got comfortable, it was like, mm, absolutely. Like, like, like a complete 180. absolutely for you it was absolutely amazing realistically where i'm at now where i'm about to go it was the best decision for me obviously the decision was to just get out of there in general i could have went to walmart <laughs> like For sure, because it was a lot. Like, and I think it was a situation of like, I got so comfortable where I was at. Like, it was okay. And I had people around me who were in the situ- same situation, so they knew what I was going through. But at the same time, nobody who was in that situation was genuinely happy. like for instance like I have so many people like still I have so many people that I met there that like I now look back and I was like oh my god that was just complete trauma bonding like we were not friends like it's no it's no beef it's just the simple fact of we were bonded because we were both dealing with the same crap like you know and then that situation also like showed me like people's true colors and what they really are and stuff like that and 
I'm not grateful for the things that all happened in that situation, but it taught me and it humbled me a lot. I think we all have to go through certain life lessons and I have to agree with you and say, um, it, it humbled me, but it most definitely taught me more than what I would have ever thought. For sure. Yeah. So, I mean, it was something that just made you realize that if you don't really pay attention to your worth in the work field, you will allow a person to destroy you mentally. For sure, because it was a lot. It was, it was the fact that whenever we were loved, we were so loved and so overwhelmingly loved and appreciated but the moment that we'd made one simple small mistake it literally could have been something as stupid as not even not clocking out and we are the next target and we are enemy number one and it was just awful it was how i explained it it was like having a toxic relationship absolutely you just have to know yourself when it's time to get out of that situation and when it's time to be like at this point it's now or never and I don't know what I'm gonna do so you have to you have to think quick on your feet and figure something out it's not even thinking quick on your feet it's just knowing when to It does. It opens your eyes of how not only can you experience toxic things in a relationship, but you can experience it in a work field. And as a kid, I never used to believe that when I would hear stories. As an adult now, oh my goodness. And I can honestly say that I've worked at two places that I felt that. The last place and then yeah for sure I do and it's I don't know it's definitely something that you have to take with a grain of salt and learn and use it as a learning experience and grow from you know all right y'all so crazy thing yesterday the ipad uh started to die so we ended yesterday where we left off what you just heard and we picked up 
the next day, which is today, we're both at work, we're on our break, um, so we just wanted to continue the conversation because it started to get really good. <clears throat> yes, oh yes. But we were just talking about, like, you know, the changes that you have to make, and I guess something that I didn't really think about fully when I did leave was how it affected my entire family because everything had to change when we left. Because we went from... <sighs> Sorry, we went from like all of us being there to me creating a little village there with the people who I feel like I'm now uh, only was trauma bonded to, to essentially like all on my own with a few of the friends that I did manage to keep from working at that toxic place. Um, I would definitely agree with you in regards to that because, you know, it was... It was your entire family. It was you, your children, but it also felt like that for me because it was me and Naomi. So like you said, you know, there's a select few amount of people that I still talk to there. But even with those people, I guess sometimes because they're still in that situation, it can be a little like, I wouldn't say awkward, but like we're not at the same understanding. Oh, yeah, like, the wedding was really awkward for me. Ah. I think it was awkward for me because I developed, like, small relationships with those other people who came to the wedding that were still there. But, like, it was just everything felt forced. I guess, I don't know, I guess they just didn't know where we stood. I don't know, I still don't know and don't really necessarily care where they they stand. Um... Yeah, especially because I found out some information about um, some of those people. Like, I found out a lot of information about a bunch of those people after we ended up leaving there. Um, My shirt's inside. <laughs> yeah, so it's just, I don't know, I guess it just, it, I really wish that I still had some friendships with some of the people that I used to have there. But, like I said, I know that we were trauma bonded. And I know that that was a lot of our relationship. And it sucks because I did develop what I thought were good relationships with some of those people. You know? Um, I mean, I guess I went into mine with using what you told me when I first started. So with the select amount of people that I did make relationships with, uh, I semi have a relationship. Out of all of the people there, I really only talk to one person like fully like that still. And... Is that our I'm, girl? Yeah, that's our girl. I talk to her always. That's that's my girl. I love her, and I love her. I love her kid. You know, I have a connection with her. In regards to everybody else, it just feels like you said, like it's forced or it's like something that's fake. Mm-hmm. I mean, where I stand in regards to people there is you are still allowing a person to have this mental control over you. Mm-hmm. I was able to dig within myself and say, okay, am I going to allow this person to have this control still or am I going to take a chance and an opportunity to remove myself from something that is causing me mentally not to be in a healthy spot? Yeah, working for her was um, absolutely crazy. It was, like I said, it started out where there was so much love and there was so much welcomeness and if that's even a real word and everyone that started was made to feel as if it was just this 
family dynamic. Family, family, family. She loved to preach about family. Mm-hmm. But then as soon as you say something that she doesn't like, like I just said earlier, like it's you're now the new hated person on the list and she's going to at fifty years old, five zero, fifty, short, fat and fifty, she is wanting to still bully people and you are at this point you are a business owner and you decide that you want to bully and manipulate your entire staff and your clientele just to get them to do what you want to do at 50 years old like as smart as she claims to be it just shows me that you don't really have much smarts if you feel like you have to manipulate everyone who like comes near you i absolutely agree but i would also say that she didn't really she didn't really do the work on the organizational part of her business and I and I say that because I got some really good advice from my sister who's actually going to school for business and we were talking about like business and school because you know I was telling her you know in my future I have a goal in downtown yeah we were talking about it last night um and she said something that really stuck with me in regards to business she said when you think about a business people always think about the marketing part of the business People never think about like the organizational part, the part that actually makes a business run in a functional way. Mm-hmm. And for me, I really thought about that a lot last night. And as we're talking about this, I don't think she did her research onto how to functionally make her business run in the way that she wants to. I think to. her problem was if you ever really like talked to her, I um, spent, fortunately and unfortunately, spent a lot of time with that lady in she's always been somebody who has got whatever she wants no matter like worse than me type like you think i'm spoiled but she is like she's someone that nobody probably has ever told no ever told no and she's spoiled to a fault like and it's bad but she she just and she still is doing it like she doesn't know what she's doing but she just gets a bunch of people around her who seem and sound like they know what they're doing and it looks like she's running a good show but behind the scenes the shit's like boiling over it's hitting the fan in more ways than it should yeah i think from the conversations that i had like the perspective of what i took and what i was told i i I did think it was a family thing and for me that's something that me and you both know meant a lot to me especially Mm -hmm. in the moment that I you know I started working there I I needed the family aspect I thought that what she was displaying to us was real I thought it was authentic I thought it was you know a genuine person but like I said earlier in the beginning of our podcast it was a wolf in sheep's clothing this was not a person that was genuine Genuine in my heart is if you help a person, you never turn around and take what you did and slap it back in their face to use it for your advantage. Or lie, like when she lied on you. Oh, don't even Y'all, get me started. Let me tell a little story time. It's not even my story to tell, but this this um, previous employer that we had lied after Talia and I left and told other coworkers that she bought Talia's car for her. Yes. And paid her rent for her yes and Talia's like I mean whatever but why I'm still broke like like this if point, you pay for my car tell me where's the money like give me can I need you give it. me some more like it's that at 50 years old like and and about an employee who is already gone who has moved on with your life at 50 years old you still feel the need to talk about people who have left you but it's not even that part it's 
I left on a note that I was always taught when you leave a certain place, you leave in a good standing because you never know when you yeah, have to turn and back I around. I never cared about that. Like everybody else was like middle finger, like fuck you. Exactly. Like, and I left on this standing of. I left on this standing of, okay, you know, I want to leave on a good note. I want to leave to know that in my heart and in my mind and in my soul that I left on a note where you can never say I put a sour taste in your mouth. And I didn't. I left on a good note. I I did it the proper way only for me to find out word of mouth that you're telling people these lies. Like, I mean, it's okay if that's what you need to make yourself feel better at the end of the day. Cool. But you're 50. Like, Eventually, you're gonna have to wake up and smell the coffee. Eventually, you're gonna have to take accountability. It's just crazy. Like I feel like what's gonna happen is stuff's gonna hit the fan big time, huge time, time and a half for her, and she's going to have to hold herself accountable in front of potentially the court of law. Uh, she's gonna have to answer to every single parent that she has employed and has their children attending her crooked fraudulent facility (laughs) and she's gonna have to and unfortunately uh i'll be there to watch so (laughs) what'd you say that quote you said don't say something in text that you don't say it in a text if you are not prepared to say it on a stand and i'm pretty sure she has a lot of stuff that she said in text that I don't think she'd be too comfortable having somebody read or I she has wait, to read. Because I'm excited. My, listen, this is going to sound so bad, but every time that I talk about her being fraudulent, I picture myself on a Netflix documentary being oh interviewed. <laughs> and, like, I'm getting my questions ready. Like, I'm planning my outfit, how I'm going to have my hair. Oh my I am ready for the Netflix series of Ocala Meets Fraud. Honestly, I don't even see it like that, but that's because I'm a, I'm that positive mm, light in nice person. person. I all I see is that hopefully she can see that what she's doing it has a way bigger effect than what she's like really realizing. But like I tell you with so many people in your life that you say like I hope they see or I hope they understand or why don't they understand the point and the fact of the matter is they're probably not going to understand and it's just because they simply don't care. I mean you hit the nail on the head there. You know so like if you you never care and if nobody has ever given you anything to care about. I've seen her scared one time and that's when somebody on her team, somebody from her specific camp uh, showed one of the students something that was highly inappropriate for children to be seeing at school and they came and showed her and she I was the only time I've ever seen her sad and cry because she was scared that something was going to go down and all her shit was going to get flipped over that's the only time I've ever seen her like literally her best friend died of cancer and she still came to work like nothing did not shed a single tear oh yeah I can't do that one her best friend of years who died of cancer. I can't do that one. Cried not a single tear. Didn't even, ha- was not affected. Didn't ha- walk around with back, like nothing. Yeah, no, that's not happening. Yeah, so. I'm an emotional person. When I'm connected to people, I feel those emotions. No, that's not going to happen. I can't. Yeah, so it just, that lesson really taught me, like, to, no job is perfect. <laughs> nope. No, absolutely no job is perfect. There's always um, something that you're probably not going to like. Which is why I'm looking into opening a bunch of businesses for myself. 
Because realistically, I know what I want. I know what I want my kids to learn. I know how I want to uh, generate revenue. I know um, I know what I want. I know how to get there. It just it's, it's putting in the work to get there. And I can say that I'm now prepared to put in the work and, and get there. So I just keep telling myself that I'm almost there, like Princess, is, uh, Princess Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Hey Amen. That's my girl. I love that movie. And yeah, I'm just taking everything one day at a time and just trying to maintain um, my happiness. Also, I haven't taken my antidepressants in days. But I feel fine. I have not cursed anybody out. Okay. I have. I haven't. You don't understand how bad I love that you are able to buy antidepressants. I think that they're great for people. But just for myself, I just don't want to be... I don't want my body to be dependent on a medication for the rest of my life. No, I can understand you that. Know, so. I really... I really can understand that because at one point in time, I had to take um, medicine for depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel a way. It makes you feel like you're not in control of your body. At least that's how I felt. Like I wasn't in control of my body. And I never want to feel like I'm not in control of my body. And see, that's the thing. Like for me, it didn't. For me, it literally just made me function. And But I want to be able to function on my own. Yes. And it's okay. I think now getting my life back to routine is working well for me. Um. Dropping Kenny off to work, the boys to school, having to school, going home, having that hour in the morning to just take a deep breath and then coming here. It's nice. Um, when I start my new job, I won't have that break in the morning, which is fine because realistically, I don't need that either. I I need the structure and I'll have that. Um, that's what my mom was saying. She was saying to me, like, no job is perfect and all this stuff. And I was telling her, yes, no job is perfect. However, the the pros the many many pros the location and the pay and the consistency of this job is something that i feel like i can rock with until i have all my ducks in a row and i don't have to work for anyone else i think that's all that matters you have Mm -hmm. to make your environment and i never understood why a lot of people wanted to work for themselves until i became an adult so i understand it now me um with what i'm pursuing and the degree that i want to pursue my biggest thing right now is taking taking heed of everything noticing all the small things like the things that when it comes time for me to do my future business how would i want that to look how would i want my future employees to feel inside i know for me my biggest thing is to be able to have an open door policy for my employees i don't think i've ever had an actual job yet that stands by that full open door policy and when i say an open door policy i mean if my clients feel away i not clients let me rephrase if my employees feel away look what are you a working girl (laughs) i want my employees to be able to come to me and talk to me now i'm not saying i'm gonna be like this overly friendly person but i want it to be where they feel that okay I don't understand this or I'm not understanding how to do this. I know that I can go to my boss and she'll be able to thoroughly explain something and give me knowledge that is credible and accurate because accuracy is very important. Mm -hmm. Very, very, very important to me. Like, don't tell me something. And then I find out that what you said is not actually accurate and it doesn't have like 
factual facts to go with it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And that's why I was telling you the other day when you told me something and I was like, don't let nobody uh, throw the rock and hide their hand and try to blame it on you because hmm. people, yeah, they will do it. And it's always people who you think wouldn't do it to you. You just have to make sure that you understand, like really play what out what people are telling you. Like, say it over and over and over again in your head and make sure you try to understand it from different aspects so you can try to figure out how they meant what they said. I think that's very important. You have to see it from all points of views. I think listening to that advice, like I said, it got me through our past person and it made me more aware. Thank God that it did because had it not, who knows how big that hole would have been to dig out of. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I use that I use that knowledge a lot now you know I've always been a person that sits back and observes others but now I really observe others I observe what you say how you say it who you say it to versus how it comes out of your own mouth mm-hmm. because that's it's all important it all ties into it and I say this to say when you're in um when you're in a work environment pay attention because sometimes people are just trying to hang you out to dry, to be honest. They'll tell one person one thing and turn around and make that same thing sound completely different. Mm-hmm. And they do that. Sometimes it's not even because of you. It's because of their own self. Mm-hmm. And it's because they would much rather you go in and express your concern with the problem. And if anything pops off, it don't have anything to do, do with them. It have everything to do with you because you were the one who decided to go up and say it. Like, I have learned that I will, working for that crazy, toxic, psychopathic, short woman, I, <laughs> I learned very well when people are trying to use me to plant their bugs. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't like to plant bugs, I like to kill them. So, uh, That's the truth. Yeah, I just, I just don't. I don't have time for any of the craziness. I mean, no. That, I, I can see why you say that. And people do try to plant bugs, so don't let it, don't always think that, oh, everyone's, you know, going to look out for me. Sometimes people don't always have your best interest at heart. And in the workplace, I've noticed that sometimes you got to come to work, do your job, and go home. You don't always got to make friends, and I've learned that the hard way. And Brandy has, you know, given me major, major points and keys on like, hey, uh, 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 don't do that. You know, do your job. You're good at your job. And then go home. Because at the end of the day, if I want friends, I'll pick my phone up and I'll call her or I'll call any other friends that I have. You don't always necessarily have to have friends in the workplace because sometimes people in the workplace, they don't mind stabbing you in the back to get to where they want to be. They'll drag you down just to have that position you've had. I've seen it happen firsthand. I've been in a situation before where I had a position, and you know exactly where I'm talking about, where I was a supervisor, and people just use you. And they make it to their own advantage, and they will do anything and everything to, I guess, in a sense, make you feel small so that they can feel superior to you. (laughs) So... You just got to be very cautious of workplaces right now. And I think more so as a mom, it's even more important because 
a lot of places will be either very understanding that you are a mom, which means that, you know, you have a certain time that you have to work and you have a certain time that you have to get off. And then you're going to have certain places that will try to belittle you and make you feel like being a mom and placing your children before is not important. Sorry, I just showed to you this little baby goat. So I'm talking cute. while we're recording this. I'm talking to this lady, a, a few people actually, about getting uh, two dolings, which are girl goat, girl baby goats, and two um, and one buckling, which is a boy baby goat. So um, I'm talking to them about maybe getting some more little baby goaties. Y'all, she got a whole farm mm-hmm. at this point. She got dogs. She got a goat. She yeah. got two chickens. What else do you need? I need more chickens. Shoot, all you really need is uh, pigs, and you'll be set. I know Kenny wants pigs, but... Uh, they stink. They do stink. They, I mean, there's a lot of benefits to pigs, don't get me wrong. They eat anything, anything. Never knew that until um, before my daughter's grandparents. But pigs are not that bad. The only thing that you'll hate is whenever you have their area for where they live. If you don't have a secure area, they will get out, and they are they are extremely intelligent animals. Okay, all animals are smart, but pigs are really, really smart, really smart. You're funny. Oh my gosh, just let's just say you want a good run workout. Try chasing a pig back into where it's supposed to go. Hmm. They'll teach you. and bunnies too, because bunnies are super fast and super smart. I will never chase bunnies again. Okay, pigs I can work with, but bunnies, listen, when they get out. They got their freedom. They won. I just want to say this, and we're going to end it because we don't want the episode to be super, super long. It's coming up on an hour. Um, Just hearing you talk about bunnies, for some reason, I don't know why it made me want to say this, but I am just very proud of you and where you have got yourself in these past few months. I know that I tell you that a lot more often now, but you uh, have grown a lot. And and realistically, like, I don't want to credit it to not all of it to your dad and your stepmom, but I definitely know that they played a huge part into, like, where you are right now. Like, them coming back and then being, like, you having that support on your team um, is amazing. And, uh... Yeah, I'm proud of you, and I'm proud of Vincent, and I'm proud of Naomi, and I just can't wait to see, like, what the rest of the year has for y'all, and I hope y'all come to my farm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know we'll come to your farm. Um, well, I'll say this, and then, you know, we can end off. It has taken a lot of work within myself to get to where I am, and I have finally been able to accept, and, I, and I'm going to say this freely because I can, I have finally been able to accept that it's okay for me to be weird. And I'm not saying it like as in, oh, I'm a weirdo. No. When I say be weird, like, love me for me. Because I do have a lot of things that some people would think that's weird. But honestly, as long as my inner circle of people accept me, that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. So if you have something that people would consider weird, that could be spiritually, that could be uh, routines, that could be anything. It could be your personality. Embrace it embrace it because the people that really love you those are going to be the ones that really support you and actually see your growth and brandy has been here from the beginning (laughs) when she probably has wanted to choke me a couple times to get me to understand until now where we've gotten to this point where i'm growing and i'm learning and i'm being more receptive of what people are telling me that's going to actually help 
me because yes i am one of those positive people that just sees the positivity and the light and everybody but i've be i've become a person that yes i can still be positive but at the same time set my boundaries so i just appreciate the love because i love my girl i do brandy is an awesome friend this is one of those people that you want in your corner. I'm a hot your corner. Mess. She's a hot mess, but as my man says, you're my hot mess. So that's all that matters. That's what he said about me? No, he that's says so that about sweet. me. Oh. But this sure. don't love me no more. He loves but, you. All right, it's getting extremely hot. We're about to go back into work. I need to eat. So thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for get, helping us get to where we are. Thank y'all for motivating us to keep going. And we will catch y'all next week. Yes, until next time. Bye, y'all. Yeah.